0: Listen, I promise you, I said earlier, and I'm going to keep to my word. I will not keep you long, and you'll still get to buffet on time, okay? I know some of y'all are already looking at your watches, but God's word's important, amen? Listen, I just want to share, if you'll buckle your seatbelt. Y'all know I like to talk fast, so I'll talk fast this morning, all right? We'll get what God has put on my heart this morning, and we'll, we'll get to lunch, and we'll get to our family time this afternoon. But I'm excited to continue a series this morning entitled, Jesus Is. Jesus Is, and as we did last week... Uh, I want to start by reading Isaiah chapter 7, uh, verse 14. Jesus is Isaiah chapter 7, uh, verse 14. You can read it up on the screen. It says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. We know that the prophet Isaiah predicted the birth uh, of Jesus Christ, and because of God's promised son, we begin to discover last week, just a little bit, of who Jesus Christ is to us. And last week I preached a message entitled, Jesus is, is hope. And we looked at three things that Scripture teaches us about the hope that we have in Jesus. And number one was, Jesus is our living hope. Number two was, Jesus is our unshakable hope. And number three was, Jesus is our eternal hope. And last week, Mr. David and Miss Cindy Wallace, they lit the second candle of Advent, which represents peace. And this week, Mr. Dorr and Ms. Chrissy uh, lit, the third, lit the third candle uh, of Advent, which represents joy. So I want to take a little bit of your time this morning and preach a message entitled, Jesus is Peace and Joy. Let's pray. God, we love you. God, I thank you so much, God, for the opportunity to stand in your, your pulpit, God, and share your word. God, God, prepare our hearts this morning for the word. Thank you so much for loving us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. The top of your handout, your bulletin reads, In the world filled with hurt and sadness, it is difficult to see how Jesus could bring peace and joy to a dark world. But Scripture teaches us that Jesus is our real joy and our true peace. Many things in our life bring us temporary peace and joy. Maybe a new home, a new job, a new car, or our health, our finances, or maybe even our relationships. One day, all things that bring us temporary peace and joy in this life will pass away. There is only one source of lasting peace and joy, and that is, that is Jesus. Jesus gives peace that passes all understanding, and he gives a joy that is everlasting. Jesus alone is our source of our peace and joy. This morning, I want to look at what Scripture teaches us about the peace and joy that Jesus brings into our lives. If you're excited about the word. say amen. Y'all don't go to sleep on me now. Number one, Scripture teaches us that Jesus is our Prince of Peace. Jesus is our our Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9 and 6, it says, "For For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. The Prophet Isaiah says, Not only will he be our wonderful counselor, not only will he be our mighty God, not only will he be our everlasting Father, but he is our Prince of Peace. Many of us have heard that throughout our whole life. We've read it through scripture. We have probably heard preachers and teachers uh, share that Jesus is our our Prince of Peace. But let's really think about what, what that really means this morning. What does it mean for Jesus to be our peace? What does it mean for Jesus to be our Prince? Of peace. Before we look at that, let's, I want to tell you what it, what it doesn't mean. Peace doesn't mean that everything in your life is going to be easy. Amen? Can I get a witness? Listen, peace doesn't mean that, that we won't face real life difficult circumstances. Peace doesn't mean that everything in our life will, will go our way. Away. Peace doesn't mean that, that we won't have chaos uh, from time to time. I don't know about you, but I have chaos in my life uh, from time to time. Peace doesn't mean that everybody will get along. Amen. Peace doesn't mean that everybody will get along and everybody will live happily ever after. But John 16 and 33, it tells us that we will have trouble in this life. If you'll look at the screen, we're going to read that this morning. John 16 and 33, it says, I have told you these things that you may have have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. Turn to your neighbor and tell them trouble. Trouble. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Church, I want us to understand that peace in Jesus is in spite of our worldly troubles. We know that everything around us is going to be okay and God is in control. Amen? Listen, peace in Jesus is when today isn't easy, but we understand who holds tomorrow. Peace in Jesus is when sickness enters our body, but yet we know that God is Jehovah Rapha, the, the Lord God, who, who heals. Peace in Jesus is when financially, we don't understand how we're going to make it, but we know that, that God is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God, who provides this morning. How many of you know that he is your provider uh, this morning? You see, church, the Hebrew word for, for peace is is shalom. Jehovah shalom provides peace, not depending on on any circumstance that we We may face, but Jehovah Shalom is the God who fills our deepest needs of our hearts. John 14 and 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Listen, church, in our sinful state, we were not at peace with God. Even the Bible says that we were enemies with God. Romans 5 and 10 tells us, For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His his Son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by this life. God gave us a way to have peace through Jesus Christ. Romans 5 and 8 reminds us that even yet while we were sinners, Christ died for us. I want you to understand this morning that peace isn't found in a place or possession, but it's, it's found in a person and His name is Jesus. Listen, I'm going to say that one more time. Peace isn't found in a place or a possession, but it is found in a person. And that person is is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came and Jesus Christ gives peace in our life. Even when things are wrong, even when things are falling apart around us, he gives us peace. Number one, Jesus is our prince of peace. Number two, Jesus is our great joy. Jesus is our, our great joy. How many of you know that there is joy found in Jesus this morning? Jesus is our, our great joy. One of the passages of Scripture that they read this morning, I'm going to read it again in Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. It says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Turn to your neighbor real quick and say, Neighbor, he brings you great joy. Listen, it says good news of Of great joy that will be for all people somebody say all listen it will be for all people today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you he is Christ the Lord the scripture tells us that the angel of the Lord said I bring you good news of great joy that will be for for all people the angel described Jesus as good news of of great joy. I want us to understand this morning that Jesus is not only our hope that we talked about last week. Jesus is not only our peace, but He is also our our joy. The birth of Jesus Christ brought great joy. Why? Because He is our Savior. Amen. He is our He is our Savior. We can have great joy in our lives because He came to to be our our Savior. I shared in our handout that there's many things in this life that bring us temporary joy. How many of you would would agree with that? There's many things in this life that bring us temporary, temporary joy. But as believers, we can know that our joy is not found in, in material things or temporary things. But our joy is in knowing that Jesus is our, our Savior. And no one can take that joy away. Many of us will get gifts this Christmas season that will bring us joy. Matter of fact, uh, my wife has already told me what she's going to buy me for Christmas. And, and it brings me joy. She, she, uh, we were sitting, just a short story, and I'm gonna wrap it up, but we were sitting at, at lunch, uh, last Sunday, and and I had already got her something for Christmas. And, and of course, Scholar, you know, my four year old, she cannot keep a secret. And, um, uh, she said, I said, Well, if I guess what you're gonna get me for Christmas, then, and I get it right, then I'll go ahead and tell you what I'm gonna get you. And my wife is buying me a hot tub for Christmas, amen. Listen, now, it's it's not nothing crazy. It's an inflatable hot tub, but listen, that hot tub is going to bring me joy. Amen? Listen, some of my students have already found out that we're getting a hot tub, and they've already made dates of when they're going to come over and get in the hot tub. But listen, our gifts this Christmas season will bring us joy. Amen? Listen, I've bought new cars. I've I've bought a house. I've, I've done different things. Those things bring us temporary joy, but Jesus is the only one that could bring us lasting joy. How many believe that this morning? Listen, no present underneath your tree, no gift from your wife, I don't care how much you love her, listen, no gift will compare to the joy that Jesus brings in your your life. Over 2,000 years ago, an angel of the Lord said, I bring you good news of, of great joy. Today a Savior has been born. Church, this Christmas season, I challenge you, Listen, if you get nothing else that I say this morning, listen, I challenge you to focus on the many gifts that Jesus brought to us that Christmas morning. Not be focused on the things around you. I prayed this morning as we begin to kneel at the altar at 8 o'clock and pray for our service. Listen, I begin to pray that God in the busyness of life, in the busyness of work, in the busyness of Christmas, that I will not lose focus on who you are. And I pray and I, fo- and I pray this morning that you will, will have that same prayer that you will not lose focus on the gifts that Jesus brings to us. Jesus brings us a gift of hope. Jesus brings us a gift of peace. And He brings us a gift of joy. Ms. Diane, if you would come up and pray scene. Y'all just come on up and y'all start playing a little something. And I'm going to close with this. John 15 and 11. John 15 and 11. It says, I have told you this So that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Somebody say complete. Complete. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Church, Jesus brings great joy into our lives. He brings hope. He He brings peace. Not only are those things great, listen, but Scripture teaches us that they are complete. How many of you know that we don't serve a halfway Jesus? Y'all with me on that this morning? Listen, we don't serve a halfway God this morning, but we serve a God that is, is complete. He said, not only is, do I give you my joy, but I complete it. Jesus doesn't offer a temporary joy but He offers a joy that is everlasting. It is full. It is complete. And it is, it is satisfying. Church, as we close, and stand to your feet all over the house, and the altar will be open. Listen, I want us to understand. Stand to your feet all over the house. I want us to understand that this Christmas season, Mr. Joel, we can rest in the hope that we have in Jesus. Carson, we can rest in the peace that Jesus offers Kirby we can rest in the joy that Jesus brings to all people we were at the Christmas Parade and I told you I'm gonna close I mean, I'm gonna close but we were at the Christmas parade yesterday and and most of you know and I mentioned his name in my sermon last week too but most of you know that my uncle Roy would dress as Santa Claus every single year and he would be in the Christmas Parade and Santa Claus came by yesterday, and it wasn't an Uncle Roy, right? And it brought sadness. Mr. David, I want to be honest with you. It, it brought, I was like, he did a good job, but you may be in here. I don't know. You did a really good job, okay? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not knocking the Santa Claus, y'all. Y'all, y'all hang with me. <laughs> listen. But he always does that. And it brought sadness real quick. But listen, I had peace in my heart that I knew that he was in eternity with Jesus. Amen. And it reminded me of the peace and the hope and the joy that Jesus gives us. We are going to have, sad- have sadness in our life. We are going to have troubles in our life. Everything won't go our way. But we can rest in the hope. We can rest in the peace. We can rest in the joy that Jesus brought in our lives. Amen. Can we give them a hand this morning? Yes. Listen, and I challenge you as they begin to sing. Listen, I challenge you this morning. Listen to never lose focus on Jesus. In the hustle and bustle of life, never lose focus on Jesus. And remember the hope and the peace and the joy that He brings in our life. Jesus is hope. Jesus is peace. And Jesus is is joy. You come. our adults a hand one more time please. Thank you to our leaders, Ms. Diane, Ms. Shauna, thank you Mr. Dick with the handbells. Uh, I don't know where you are but can we give them a hand this morning? Thank you so much. Thank you for being patient. I told you I wasn't going to keep you long. I'm going to pray and we're going to get out of here. Listen, there are no Sunday night activities. We do, uh, let me take that back. Prime Time will have their Christmas party here at 530. They will have their Christmas party, but we will have no student ministry tonight and no small group adults. All right? Everybody good? Let me pray us out. God, we love you. God, I thank you so much. God, for the hope, God, the peace and the joy that you bring to our lives. God, I pray, God, that you just be with us today as we leave this place. God, bring us back Wednesday.